Welcome to Modern Day Abigails, a women's outreach of Calvary Chapel Pearland. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So let's listen to God's Word, where everyday lives transform, and where we can become the women God created us to be. Uh, Verse 10 says, so he said, I heard your voice in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. And he said, who told you that you are naked? Have you eaten from the tree of which I commanded you that you should not eat? Then the man said, the woman whom you gave me to be with. This woman you gave me. She gave me. God, it's your fault. Exactly. It's all your fault. (laughs) If you hadn't given me this, this woman. Give me somebody else. She gave me of the tree and I ate. So first thing she said, it was all right. Yeah. I listened to the woman. Woman you gave me. She said it was We could say in Adam's defense, she was naked. (laughs) There's the Google. That's the Google eye thing. Would you like a bite, baby? (laughs) You know. Um, Oh, geez. Then the man said, the woman. uh, Okay, we read that. Um, And God said to the woman, now he's finally going to the woman. What is it that this, you've done? And the woman said, the serpent deceived me and I ate. So I think she was in her way saying, well, you put, it was the serpent's fault, not my fault. Neither one of them wanted to take nobody, the blame. Yeah, nobody's taking responsibility so, but here. But she agrees that she was deceived. Yeah. And we as women, we, we really do need to pay attention. I see a lot of deception. I'm sorry, talk shows are aimed at women. They're not aimed at men. Name me a talk show that's aimed for a man. I'm waiting. Well, not like a daytime That's t- what TV I mean. show. Because they're all aimed at the women. Why? To create a deception. Why? Because if I can create a deception in the home, I get to the men. And that's exactly what the servant did. And the servant has been going through the women to get to men since the beginning of time. And Satan still uses that. And I tell the ladies this all the time. Ladies, you have to be on your prayer knees. You have to be praying because I guarantee you 100% the enemy is going to go through you to get to your husband. You're going to say something with an ugly mouth because the enemy wants you to get after him and you have to guard yourself. And that, but at the same time, when that serpent came up and talked to Eve, at what point could Adam have taken that serpent and chunked him? Right. Well, Abraham and Sarah are a perfect example. Another one. Now, who's a good example of who did not allow it? Abigail. Job. Job. Oh, yeah. His wife came up, Mrs. Job came up and said, why don't you just curse God and die? And Job goes, no, honey, we aren't going that way. We're not going in that direction. I know it looks bad. This is horrible, but we are not now, going that way. if he had been spineless, he'd have said, okay. Exactly. I'll exactly. But he didn't. Which is a lot of men today. I, I, I'll have to say right now, spineless men, you offend me. You offend my gender. You need to get a backbone and grow up. I see too many spineless men. Let me put it to you this way. Spineless men. You just do whatever the wife says because you just don't want to fight. You are defeated. You probably stopped working or whatever. And you're basically proving her right that you are the fool, like like the TV shows always make the man to be the fool. And you're acting like it. You actually give the feminist argument a reason to believe that it's right. And you spineless men, you burn me up, man. Uh, let me just be honest with you. You burn me up. You need to understand what God's word tells you you ought to do. Treat your woman right, but get up off your tail and lead and do what God expects of you. 
Oh, that's toxic masculinity. Uh, Don't listen to that. No such thing. Okay. He told his wife, no, we're not going to go that way. We're going to do it God's way. He led her and he did what he knew was right. She was probably, maybe she was going to fight with him. And she was an angry woman. She lost everything. Right. Yes, she was. She was ready to fight. Her kids too. She hated God. She was shaking her fist. She was mad. And he had every reason to go, okay, I better not rock the boat. She's going to get mad at me. We're going to be fighting all night. No, he told her, no, we're not doing it that way. I am not going to do that. And at the end, they got children back. They got their property back. They were back. restored. They restored. So men, come on, grow some backbone. Step Understand, up. step mm-hmm. up, do your job, do your role, and learn. You got to read the book. You need to read the Bible. Pick it up and read it and find out what your role is expect as it is expected of you and do what God says. Right. And, you know, I had somebody one time tell me that Job guy got a new wife. I said, uh, no, it's the same wife. He goes, he's like, what? I'm like, no, it's the same woman. God did not get rid of her because she said that God, he, Job did his the right job as a man, as a husband, put her nicely in her place. No, we're not doing that. And she got to reap the benefits of Job's faithfulness. Amen. As a husband and wife. And then I wanted to talk at the end, we were talking about weaker vessel in first Corinthians nine twenty two. Paul said, to the weak, I became weak, that I might win the weak. I have become all things to all men, that I might by themselves save some. And it was for the gospel picture. The end game is when, is showing people Jesus, showing the way, the truth, and the life to go through Jesus to get salvation. And I'm, and that's what I was saying earlier, alluded to earlier. Um, I've been having some health issues. I'm learning how to be weak. I, so we're trying to do a podcast actually a couple of weeks ago. You want to talk about some warfare. I wound up um, doing something to whatever I did to my back. I was having shooting pain. I couldn't hardly move. Ray gets food poisoning I or a virus. Super, super he sick. is so sick. He can barely stand up without trying to get dizzy. Passing out. Yeah. Passing out. And I can't move a muscle. And I'm in great pain trying to sit up so I can try to figure out how to get this pain to stop. He can't hardly help me. I can't help him. At one point, I didn't know if I needed to call 911 because he was so violently sick and I could not get to him. It was she miserable. She needed ibuprofen yeah. to, be able yes. to be able to get out of bed because of the muscle in the whatever the problem yeah, was you had with up. your back. And I, I thought, okay, I'm going to go for it. I'm laying on the bed trying not to. Yes. I'm, I'm nauseated. So I got up and I went and I found the ibuprofen. I got back in there and I put it on the table and I fell back in the bed. Yeah. And then <laughs> so I'm like, there. I did the best I could. I got the ibuprofen to you. Then she's trying to get out of bed and I'm laying face down on the bed going, Yes. Come on, honey. Yes. You can do it. I believe you can do it. You've got it. <laughs> yeah, he <this>. did. <laughs> so I can do this. Encourage me. Y'all, I can barely to, talk. He actually did it. To two- watch the visual of this reenactment oh, that was the is night quite of nights, fun. I'm telling you. Well, to make it worse is he got me the ibuprofen in the water, and then he about passed out on the bed. I'm like, but babe, I, I can't take it on an empty stomach. If I do, I, I, I will so get so sick. So now she needs something to eat. So now he's trying to get to the kitchen. I'm trying to muster up the energy to yes. get up and do it again, because I'm about to pass out by the time yeah. I get back to the bed. Yeah, we're both weaker yeah, vessels. That we were, we so were two weak. people that were yes. so incapacitated. It, it, it's funny now. Yes, it was, but that time. Yeah. Y'all didn't even make it to church. No, you had it to was call, so bad. Um, our, we have the greatest church ever that we could call at the last second and say, guys, you're, it, you're up. 
You're on your own. Yep. I called a wonderful man that's in my church and said, you got that back pocket message. It's time to pull it and, out. And, and Joanna's over here going, Anna, let me do this. Let me do Because I'm trying to figure out how to do a PowerPoint. And she goes, Anna, stop it. Let me do it. Just just send me the, the template. And I sent her a template because we had changed the template recently and got her that. Yeah. And they all stepped up and took care of the church. And, you know, in that case, you were the weaker vessel. And uh, I had to honor you yes. by getting up and yes. sacrificing myself. Yes. Okay. Yes, and he's and it's true. Perfect it was really picture, true. Jesus. I mean, and and I'm used to being the one getting things done. I'm always, you know, we got to do this. We got to do this. And and I've been learning, Anna, it's okay to be weak. You don't have to be strong. And it's okay to ask for help because God, I have a hard time asking for help. God does his best yes. stuff through weakness. I yeah. heard a story about this old woman that uh, her health declined on her and she ended up getting put in a home and they had to feed her. They had to bathe her and she hated it. She was always a go-getter in life. Yeah. and. She could not understand. She was so distraught. Like, Lord, what are you doing? I, I, everybody has to do everything for me now. And somebody, a believer, came and talked to her. She was so depressed. She was so hurt and upset that I can't do for myself anymore. And the believer told her, but what you're getting to do is you're teaching others how to serve. Yes. Then she found her purpose again. She found that the Lord God was perfecting his power through her weakness. Yes. And she was restored Wow, I do. I have a purpose even in this. Yeah, and my colleagues this weekend, with this, these few days I've been at the conference, every one of them's come up here. I mean, grab your bag here. Let me take your bag because and 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 a long time ago, I've been like, no, I got this, even though I was in great pain. But this time, I'm like, okay, go ahead and take my bag because one of the things that we this teaches us is we have to be submissive to the Lord. We can't keep telling God, I got this. I got this because you're saying, I don't need you. I don't need you. And instead, I have to remember, no, it's okay because I need to show other people how to say, Jesus, I need you. I can't do it by myself. I have to have you. I'm tired of my life. I'm tired of what I'm going through. I'm tired of the situation. I need you, Jesus. I need you to take over and actually let him take over. I'm going to refer to that popular song where it sings, I'm unstoppable. Invincible. I'm unstoppable or I'm invincible. I'm a force of nature. Um, Let me correct that. You are very stoppable. (laughs) You are extremely fragile stoppable. If you were unstoppable, if you could do anything, you would not need a savior. But because we sinned, oh, we're very stoppable because we are damaged goods. Whoever who wrote that song has not read the Bible. Bible. Well, it's part of the anti-God brainwashing effort that the enemy has on our culture. And I'm a force of nature. Uh, no, you need to be a force of the Holy Spirit. You need to be someone indwelled with the Holy Spirit that shows he can do. Th- you need to show people the power of God. I'm, all, I'm sitting here thinking of God's mercy. I, I'm my, God's mercy is great because the first person who walked up to him and said, I'm unstoppable. How hard was it for God to look at them and go, you want to bet? <laughs> I would not want to be about caught that. saying those yeah. words because uh-uh. as soon as you start bragging that how unstoppable you are, that's exactly yeah. when the Lord yeah. God is going to oppose you, because Scripture says God opposes the proud, but yes. gives grace to the humble. And right now, I am not going to oppose this cookie I'm about to put in my mouth. Go ahead. It's good. It's a yummy those are good. one. Thank you for bringing those. Mm. Forget the one, yummy. Forget the snacks I brought. <laughs> Yours were better. You brought the better snacks, Joanna. <laughs> You're not in the mic. You have to crunch in the mic. Yeah, it's, you don't get the full effect. It's tradition. I'm not going to eat this cookie in the mic. I'm leaning back. <laughs> Whatever, I've crunched enough pecans in the mic I don't, today. Yeah, so. that's okay. I crunch like a man. 
You don't want to hear that right now. <laughs> hey, we've been known to drink bubbly water and burp, so I guess it we is what it is. We said, excuse me, we're polite. We did. Yeah. But oh, whoopsie. <clears throat> All right, we need what's to, next? We need to finish up with a gospel message. Okay. You know, given the gospel, which I think since we have a guest on the episode, we should let him do it so he, they can hear something different than the way I do it. You know, that's the same thing I do when I have a guest on my podcast on Set for Life Radio As I tell them, hey, could you share the gospel? They're used to hearing it out of me. So why don't you do it? And I, wasn't, I, I do the same thing. He did it to me and I wasn't ready. I'm like, uh, <laughs> I know this. I know the scene. Sir. Hang on. Well, here it is. Romans 10 verse 9 says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Now, the fact that it says if you confess, that means chances are you may not. Some will, some won't. There's some people that are not going to do this. And you know what? Uh, That's just sad because you're going to end up in a literal place that the Bible says is hell. And uh, standing before the Lord where he says, depart from me, I never knew you, and be condemned, that is going to be a sad day. That is going to be one seriously sad day because you had the opportunity and you said no. So it says, if you confess with your mouth, that means the declaration of your life, the Lord Jesus. What does Lord mean? What does Lord mean? It means he's the boss. That means you're going to do what he tells you to do. If you didn't like what we read in the Bible today about submissiveness and fear and all these things, I don't like that. Okay, then Jesus is not your Lord because you don't like his order. You don't like his way. He has designed this order so that we can function, so that we can show effectively the righteousness of God in our lives. But if you don't want it, that's your choice because if you confess that Jesus is Lord, you may not. But if you do, you've decided My way doesn't work. I don't like the way it feels. I don't like the way it turns out. Nothing's productive out of it. Then I need to give my life to the Lord Jesus. That means he is now the boss. Calling Jesus Lord means that he now runs the show, his way and not your way. So if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart, it doesn't mean that you know in your mind. Everybody knows that Jesus died on the cross. They know that in their mind. They know the story of it. They have the image in their head. They've maybe seen a movie about it, that Jesus died on the cross. And they think that just knowing it means it's going to work for their salvation. It doesn't. It says, believe in your heart. That means you have submitted to that, that Jesus humbled himself to the point of the cross, that we have sinned and he came to pay our death penalty for us. Okay. So you're going to have to believe that. It did happen. And if people try to say, oh, that didn't really happen. No, you know it did because you believe it. Okay, it's not knowing in your head. Knowing in your head doesn't get you saved. Swallowing that down into your heart is where you get saved. So that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, God raised him from the dead. So see, friends, you don't have to go to condemnation, which is called the second death in hell. You don't have to go there. Because Jesus was raised from the dead, and if Jesus was raised from the dead, and if you're in him, then that means you get raised from the dead, too. That means your old life of sin that killed you spiritually, he can raise you up from that, and you will be raised again from that. You're raised from that. So if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Jesus, and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Will be. 
That means it's a promise. That means God says, I'm the one that has established this promise. I'm the one with the power to back it. And if I say you're going to be saved, then you're going to be saved. So, friends, what is it going to be? Are you going to be the if that doesn't or the if that does? It's your choice. Now, you may like what we said today in this podcast. You may not. But I guarantee you, it is from God's Word. We read you all the scriptures. This was not based on our opinion. We founded it upon what the Word of God said. And so now, if you have come to that realization, I'm tired of the way my life is, I have been out of God's order. Whether you're a man or a woman listen, listening to us right now, you don't like the way things have been going. This is your opportunity to say, I give up. I let it go. Stop that I'm invincible force of nature bunch of baloney. You are stoppable, and you've realized your life has been stopped. It has been hindered. You you don't like the way things are going. It's painful. You're ready to let it go. I say let it go to Jesus Christ right now. Let him deal with it. He will give you a completely new life. If you want that, pray with me. I can't pray it for you. I can lead you, but you need to pray it in your heart. Pray with me. Father God, forgive me. I have been out of order with you, and I see the, the, the repercussions of it. I see the consequences it has produced, and I don't like it. Father, I'm sorry. Um, I, at first, I don't like your order, but I certainly don't like the way my life is either. So I guess I'm in a position where I can do nothing but let it go and let you deal with it. I don't know how to fix it. The more I try to fix it, the more I mess it up, and I'm tired. I have no more steam left. So I ask you, Lord, to take over. I give you my life. You are now my Lord. You are now my Savior. That means you deal with it. I believe that you have been raised from the dead, and so I know that I will be too. Take over, Lord Jesus. I am yours. I will now follow you and obey you. Thank you for dying in my place to pay my death penalty on the cross. Thank you that you left your royal authority. You left your throne to come down and get so low, even so low as the point of the cross. If you did that for me, then I can do that for my wife. I can do that for my husband. I can do that for everyone else. Lord, I can do the same thing that you did because you did it to save me. Now I want to do it so others can see you as well. Forgive me, Lord. I just hadn't been operating right, and I'm ready to give it to you. Take it. Take over. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 You want to pray over our women real quick before I close? Just for for either encouragement <clears throat> sure. or for those who might be struggling with this. Sure. Or, um, you know. Well, it's a hard topic to it take. It is. It is. It's like, what is it? A hard pill to swallow. Yeah, it is. And, you know, sugar helps the medicine go down. And honey. And supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. I like that. Thanks. Okay. Uh, Lord Jesus, oh, Father, we just um, pray that you instill in us what is right and what is good. Father, there's so much out there in the world that is just so sinful and that is, um, it's hate and it's against you and we've fallen for it. So Lord, I'm praying over these, um, ladies, Lord, that, um, you show them that there's a better way to understand you and their husband and their marriage and their life, Lord, uh, praying also over the men, the exact same thing. We each have our role. Um, sometimes it is hard to understand if it's something that we are not used to or we don't come from. Um, but Lord, uh, I'm praying that these ladies get the courage to ask you to teach them yes, and sir. that they uh, grasp it and that they hold on to it, Father, and that it becomes valuable 
and uh, precious to them, Lord, to be all about you and in your word and in your order, because in your order is stability and life. And um, we just, um, we thank you, Father, that you are stable and that you are our uh, solid rock and uh, you are not wishy-washy and uh, we can come to you for anything. And we can stand on your word. We can open your word. It um, it does not waver. It does not falter. Um, it is truth. It is life. And um, we just thank you for that, Lord. It's in your son's sweet, holy name Amen. that we pray. Amen. So uh, if you want to get a hold of us, we're on moderndayabigails.com. Uh, we, you can certainly email us, uh, moderndayabigails at gmail.com. Yep. Uh, we do have a Facebook. We don't post on it very much. If it weren't for Pastor Ray over here, <laughs> probably never. We are not social. We, we probably never get anything on there. Social media, media is turning into a yeah. weird thing. We're not anyway. really good at it. We're terrible at it. But you so. can go to the website moderndayabigails.com. It will point you to our church website, or you can email us at moderndayabigails at gmail dot com. You. Unless you have some last-minute words for us, Pastor. I was just going to say, uh, if any of you guys have heard this, oh, and yes. you want the more dude version of this kind of stuff, go to setforliferadio.com. Yes, Absolutely. yes, please. Yes. Which we say all the time. Yeah, we the way. do. We, we talk about, yes. Yeah. But you didn't say it like I did. No. Setforliferadio.com. That's exactly. true. No? No. Okay. Oh, <laughs> do that again. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, no. I don't even sound I'm not like even, a guy. I'm not even going to try. <laughs> But ladies, um, and, in, and if there happens Stick to be to others, <laughs> if there's anybody, sparkling if anybody from Set for Life Radio is listening, you are loved. You are cherished. Oh, we love we you, ladies. We pray over you, and we just thank you for taking the time to listen. You are not worthless. You are priceless. Messiah Jesus died on the cross to redeem you. Amen. Amen. Woo! All right, bye. Bye. What button do I push? The stop button. I'm scared. Wait. Just do it. This one. That one. Okay. Thank you for letting us share our tools to become the women God created us to be. If we encouraged you today, visit us at moderndayabigails.com. Remember, you are loved, cherished, and prayed over.